Warning, every episode of the Magical Bro Transformation podcast contains spoilers for the show discussed, adult language, and adult situations. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast, episode 23. This week, uh, we're down one mic, but we're up one meme expert and mecha enthusiast. Our special guest for today is Brian. Say hi Yay. to people, Brian. Hello, I have a, me- a PhD in memeology. He has a PhD in memeology. That's true. Yeah. And as always, I'm joined by my magical bro host Juan as well. Hello. Yeah. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about Bubblegum Crisis, an anime that I've heard about a lot, but I don't think anybody knows about it. The, the only reason I know about it is because it's been brought up in like trivia things. Mm. And, yeah. So anytime an answer is bubblegum crisis i'm like what the fuck is bubblegum crisis <laughs> i know the name is not very like appealing to a lot of people because they're like what the hell is that yeah mm-hmm. but before we get into that how was your new year's guys lots of food i celebrated it with noonie yeah we uh stayed up until like three yeah and uh a lot of people a lot more people showed up than i expected I thought it was just going to be us, and we we're just going to be playing Mario Kart all day and playing yeah. board games. But I heard you guys happen. had a survival thing going on. Yeah. You're, you're trying oh. to make a fire because you're dying. Of, you're freezing. We're freezing to death. It was too hot inside mm-hmm. because there were too many people and we had the heater on. But whenever you stepped outside, it was way too fucking cold. And it, it was so humid in the air. And like everybody was freezing. So we got as much damp wood as we could and uh, tried to start a fire. Yeah, it would be nice for like 30 minutes and then the wood would be gone and we were scrambling for more wood. Yeah. And the only reason that we actually made the fire was because Mark bought like $20 worth of snakes. <laughs> like those shitty little snake pellets. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And we stacked them up on top of each other, and I put it in a gigantic pile of trash that we were going to burn the day before, before it started raining over here. Mm-hmm. And I lit it on fire, and the massive flames that came off of that managed to dry out the trash, like the cardboard and shit, enough to where it actually all caught on fire, even though it was all wet. You, know, you guys should host a survival show or something. Yeah. <laughs> survival podcast. Yeah, listen, all you need is money. And a lighter. $20 worth of snakes. $20 worth this. of snakes and you can do whatever you want. <laughs> just, it's like the fire was taking a mastic dump. Yeah. It it looked like a thick log. It, it did. <laughs> like it was thicker than my forearm. It, yeah. <laughs> and it was amazing. I you wanted, know, I, I want to w- do it again. I didn't, I didn't think it would actually look good. Yeah. I was surprised that... Um, it formed a huge log. I think like there are just gonna be little snakes coming out. Like yeah, just a bunch of little tiny shitty things. Yeah, yeah. So Bubblegum Crisis was released between what are the years? Nineteen eighty seven and nineteen ninety one. It was supposed to be 
from what I was told, it was just supposed to be one episode when it when they started production and all that shit. And like by the time they finished storyboarding everything, they told him, "Hey, this might be a series." And they they just kind of, you know, mishmashed their way into making it semi coherent, I guess. Yeah. And like, uh, I looked, <laughs> I looked up a video after watching this anime because I had to. I I was just curious. And all the things that are going on in the background, you could see from the show, but I'll get into that later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, I remember you telling me that your brother uh, told you to to watch this show, right? Yeah, my brother got introduced to anime by some weebo friend of his, and it was like some old anime. And that was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, is your brother like an older guy? Yeah, he's like thirty something right now. Wow. Wait, how did he watch it? Did he get it like DVDs and shit? <laughs> yeah, DVDs of um, <laughs> exported directly from their vendors. I mean, cause what did he did he have the internet? I mean, it, no. Back then, it wasn't that like, you could find everything online so easily. I mean, what you're telling me is he he got a bunch of pirated DVDs from his friends. Yes. All right. Yes. <laughs> of course. Oh no, that's the friend that corrupted my brother. Pretty much, he showed him Evangelion and he showed him <laughs> some other some other old um, anime shows, and that was one of them. But the crisis, and he always remembers it, and. You know, so he's uh, he's always remembering like ah, la bubble gum crisis. Yeah, la bubble yes. gum crisis. <laughs> he doesn't remember anything about it, but he remembers Love that it name. was decent. Yeah. Like he doesn't. He, he just said like, yeah, this that that was pretty good, but I don't remember anything. But it was pretty good. I was like, okay. <laughs> hmm. Was was it dubbed in English or Spanish? Probably Spanish. Spanish. How? Huh. Wait, did he watch it? In El Salvador, or did you watch it here? El Salvador, yeah. Oh, wow. So fancy. Imported El Salvadorian uh, anime. Mm-hmm. When you do this guy on a third world country, he's actually importing DVDs from Japan. And he's not only importing that, he's importing like uh, scale figurines and shit like that. Is he actually? Was he actually? Yeah, he what had like fuck? a bunch of like, he had a bunch of Gundams and like, <laughs> Sakura car captor thingies and like seriously, I'm like, dude, where is he getting all this money from to get all this stuff? <laughs> it's not. It's, it's, I think uh... he was like a predecessor Weibo or something, man. <laughs> I, it's he he laid the foundation for our future. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would try and say a synopsis about this, but I mean, technically, there's it's just like a a villain of the day show at the end of it because nothing really sticks around Uh-uh. it's basically a story about these uh four power rangers and their power suits <laughs> that um excuse me excuse me they're yes. they're blade runners oh five blade runners in their blade runner suits or four, four, blade, four blade runners <laughs> in their blade runner suits um fighting off uh what are called boomers which are terminator looking motherfuckers <laughs> Well, like that here that's a weird thing because they don't really the first thing that they show you is a boomer that's like an advanced version of this bullshit because like what they are are just shitty like 
machines that do work that nobody wants to do yeah and they never like they never actually establish what the normal ones look like they just show you all the crazy ones yeah. so they're mexicans <laughs> yeah yeah they're mexican they're a bunch of mexicans. because they do everything nobody else wants to do okay yeah, I they're, they're mechanical mexicans and yeah in, in the year 2030 these four uh women band together to try and fight off boomers that go haywire because apparently this this corporation has created so many machines that there are enough that go bad and attack people that an entire police force had to be created in order mm-hmm. to combat that and that's pretty much the backstory of it uh and the the four the four girls aren't in the police force well i mean one of the girls is in the police force but the rest yeah. are she's more like a traffic cop yeah she has a traffic cop yeah and then one one of the girls that's uh that is in the Knights Saber, which is a the four Power Ranger Blade Runner group that there are. One's a traffic cop, one's a lingerie store owner, Ooh. one's an aerobic mm. aerobics instructor, and mm. the other is a lead singer of a band. Mm-hmm. Mm. And together with their powers combined, they uh they're better than the police force that was created. Mm-hmm. It's they have more better suits. They have better suits that were designed by the lingerie store owner's dad that died, yeah. and also um, helped by their by her perverted brother. And yeah, that her, only looks at her like good old anime, good old incest. Yeah, yeah. back in, good back old in the age. days, back in the days when incest wasn't illegal to show in Japan. <laughs> and they didn't have yeah. to make up excuses and be like, "Oh no, they're not actually related." You see, they're just they their parents married later on. No, they or, didn't. Or they're neighbors. Or they're actually neighbors. They just call each other brother and sister because they're super close, like brothers and sisters. No, this is good old fashioned incest. <laughs> yeah, dude. He he hangs around a bunch of cuties, but he only cares. He only, he only cares, cares about, about his sister. sister. <laughs> the least attractive one of them all, unless you're I, into. I mean, I. She's she was older. I thought she looked nice. I mean, I'm not saying she I just don't like nice. her hairstyle. I'm in to me, she's the least attractive of of everybody there. Her, I mm. mean, her and Pris, but I it's just because I hate Pris's voice in English, and that <laughs> makes me hate her design. Wait, is Pris the that's the rock star girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I liked her, but I did not watch the dub. So, ah. hmm. I mean, it was all right. It was all right enough. So I guess to start off. Uh, what did you guys expect? Um, I was expecting. I I think I described it like when when you told us we we're gonna watch this. I kind of described it as uh, Blade Runner Automata, because mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be like Blade Runner from the description. Yeah, and near and Automata. Like Automata. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but I I got something different. And I mm. when it was described to me, it was described as like a cyberpunky thing. And because mm. it was made in the 80s, I expected it to be uh, like Battle Angel Alita in a way. Mm. And I mean, in ways it was, but uh, when the suits came up, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then slowly but surely they grew on me. Uh, honestly, I kind of didn't even read the synopsis or anything. I just I, went in there with a title and the recommendation from my brother. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he said it's good. And then the title is kind of weird, but let's watch it. And then and then 80s. I, and then I was yeah. like, 
I like this because I I really like the whole cyberpunk style, especially but, with the old animation combined. I know, yeah. I know. I mean, you know, it's not for everybody, but I I actually enjoyed it, like the combination of the cyberpunk and the old animation mm-hmm. and the music. The music was great. The yeah, music that's was pretty good. That's something that I was kind of expecting because I was like, this is eighties. I'm pretty sure they're gonna have like music from back in the day, like some sort of rock group, and. They did, and I wasn't disappointed. I kind of liked the music. Yeah, I actually liked the female vocalist in English, mm-hmm. uh, like because it's exactly what I want it to be. Yeah, it's it's just a chick from the eighties doing music. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> that's all it is. And the Japanese one was fine, also. I, it wasn't bad, but uh, there was this one song where there was a male vocalist, and I would tell you, I would ask you to watch it in english because it was fucking horrible <laughs> was like, it? it yeah it was it was pretty bad i don't remember this it, it was like one of the endings uh oh maybe I that's think like... in the second episode or something oh, and okay they, they had a male vocalist and in english it, it just sounded like they got a guy off the street <laughs> here's five bucks sing this line sing baby <laughs> when i first started watching it uh i i was kind of like put off because i was like uh i like i like it but every like there's such a big mishmash of Mm -hmm. shit that it's like how am i trying to say i i want more coherence and like i liked i like everything individual individually but whenever they put it all together i was like this is uh this kind of odd yeah, it did not age well. No, not one bit. But <laughs> it did not. But but it gives it. It gives a character because I don't know. There's just something charming about it that it's so old, and some of the animation frames are are bad, and some of the lip syncing in Japanese doesn't even sync up with the audio. <laughs> <laughs> um, in English either. Like they just completely remove some of the. Yeah, they, they just like didn't a, give a fuck. They were like, hey, yeah. you know what? Let's let's actually just do this and make it sound good. Yeah. For the most part, except the background characters and the side characters. They're all sounding yeah. like trash. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think it's, it makes it intentionally, unintentionally funny. Just <laughs> just hearing the, the voices and the, the animation, just looking at it. It just makes it funny to me. And then in the, especially in the first episode, it was just cut in the same way that like a bad 80s movie is cut yeah i don't know if if they did that intentionally but when i was watching it i i i had to ask myself if it was on purpose because there's no way that you just let something hang for like five seconds and then suddenly cut to like a completely different scene for no reason yeah yeah (laughs) and also the music too that's what they did they would just they would just put the the creepy music or like the suspense music and then immediately cut it to something else yeah if you remember me telling you that there was like a bunch of different like conflicting things that were happening during its production yeah uh they had three different directors and from what i was uh told in this video that i watched each director wanted a different style one of the directors wanted a social drama centered mm. around the evils of industry. Another one wanted a stylish cyberpunk movie. 
and then another one wanted a hardcore sci-fi like way into the future movie you got, and totally you, got you got all of that you got all of it you got all not, of it but you, no but you got all of it and you got none of it mm-hmm. because apparently everybody like everybody was dipping their hands into it and <laughs> like er, whenever one person like finished a section the other guy would see it and he would be like ah oh, fuck well i can make this work we don't gotta worry about it. I could make this work. And there was even an interview where one of the directors said there was no overall organization of the series itself. So in the beginning, we're just going to make one episode, and then you know that's when that storyboard thing happened, and they yeah. decided to make it a series after all. Mm-hmm. So all three directors were directing at the same time. Yes, they were. Oh, <laughs> they God. were all directing uh, one episode. At the same God. time, Jesus in sections. Oh, wow, yeah. W- yeah, what a mess. <laughs> I I mean, after hearing that, I was like, you know what they they didn't do a, a horrible job, but I mean, you could you could tell after after watching it and then hearing that, I was like, oh, well, I guess that explains a lot. Because <laughs> yeah. in my opinion, this anime isn't bad, but it's just like really disjointed. Mm-hmm disjointed like one episode it's a drama and the next episode is just fight scenes um yeah i didn't really see it like a whole series continuous series i saw it more like ovas yeah because they are right yeah they are technically yeah Yeah. so i just thought like each episode has its own thing and then yeah you know kind of the characters are all all of them but and maybe sometimes there's some elements that transfer from one episode to another Mm -hmm. but most of it is kind of just like episodic i think the weirdest thing was in episode five they introduced like this really kind of interesting plot in my opinion that like built the world when those uh chicks were trying to escape that that uh giant satellite like that was all amazing i was like wow they're really like they're really building this world and showing you what what's going on around and all this stuff. And then, uh, then they killed him. And yeah. then <laughs> uh, they did something that they, that they didn't do for any of the other episodes, which was carry over those, the characters that lived to the mm-hmm. next episode. And they had like an overarching plot for just those two episodes. And then they just killed the guy at the end and it, it didn't really matter yeah but but yeah that it was weird because they introduced something and and they did this quite a few times in some episodes where it looked like the the story was spanning across different episodes and then just drops it um but with that story arc that that noni was saying did they imply that that the sister the lingerie manager mm-hmm. that she's a boomer too um i might have missed it i don't know because i didn't get uh, that part yeah, that you're talking about that ending quote. Yeah, yeah, I think they did because also the bad guy kept like looking at her, like and, like you're like her me. telepathically. Yeah, you're like me. Yeah, because they did it twice. One when she was like on a computer and like they were talking to each other, and then uh, oh, when yeah. the guy was about to die, like he, he talked to her telepathically too. I'm like, I'm like, okay, is she a boomer? Is this going to, like, carry over for the rest of the episodes? And they never did. Like, no. I mean, they just dropped it. I'm sure if they had an actual ending, uh, Mm -hmm. they would have explained more things. Because this was also supposed to originally be a 13-episode series. 
Mm. But then after episode eight, uh, the production companies that were helping make it had a falling out because they both <laughs> were claiming the rights to the show and mm. they had like this really long legal battle. And before the legal battle ended, uh, one of the one of the uh, production companies went bankrupt. It was okay. called Artmic. And then the other one, uh, mm. Umex, it was a subsidiary yeah. of Toshiba. And because of financial difficulties, uh, Toshiba reabsorbed it. And so, like, they, everything just ended. And <laughs> the rights went to production AAC because the president uh, was involved with the project a bit. And <laughs> and that was that. There was no, like, they. I'm pretty sure they had a planned ending yeah. And who knows? Maybe they did it in uh, Tokyo 2040. Cause, yeah, they they yeah, that's a newer one, isn't it? Yeah, uh, slightly mm-hmm. newer. Yeah, but we'll more episodes on it Yeah, it does. But is it 80s, Nuni? Uh, I'm, it looks like it's pretty much the same, except it, is it like with, 90s? Uh, I don't know. Oh wait, it's like a, it's like 10 years later. So is it 90s, Nuni? Uh, <laughs> I I would Ooh. hope not because I I like the stupid world. It's great. Is uh, <laughs> the Venga Boys in in that song? Uh, sure. Oh, what's what's another nineties? Yeah, nineties. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so in the uh, Japanese or in the Spanish, was there ever a gay cop? I I mean it, I think it was heavily Oh implied. yeah, it was heavily implied in the <laughs> Japanese in Japanese he had that uh stereotypical like a feminine uh gay Japanese voice. Yeah, mm. he just kept winking at the other cop and telling him where stuff. Yeah, yeah, and he was like, "Hey, why don't you come to my room later?" and he was like, "Not today, my head hurts." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it always hurts. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and you can tell the other guy also goes in there every once in a while because he's like, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll, treat but... you, I'll treat you nice later. Yeah, yeah. or he's, or when they're like, uh, let's go to a hotel and uh, we'll take your car. And he's like, no, let's take the AD car. They're a lot more roomier. <laughs> um, but I thought that was just how they made them to be in, in English. I don't know if, if it carried over in the other uh, other dubs. No, it, it carried over in the Japanese one. Uh, the first time I saw it was he... He just asked, like, it was kind of a joke, I guess, because, uh, like, the gay guy was like, hey, why don't we go to a hotel room and, you know, just you and me and he and the cop guy, I forget his name, the guy with the slick back hair, <clears throat> was like, Leon? yeah, yeah, Leon, Leon was like, yeah, that way we'll have more privacy to concentrate. And but he was saying <laughs> it seriously and the gay guy was, you know, saying it sexually and yeah. they were doing it in front of everybody in the squad. Yeah, we and, laughing, yeah. yeah, and everybody was just laughing at him. So, like, that was the first instance that I saw. And I was like, oh, well, I guess it's just a joke. And then, like, they just made the Leon seem more bisexual as yeah. the series went on. Yeah. Because he would, like, flirt, flirt, basically flirt around with the gay guy. Yeah, and the other guy would just, like, wink at him at every chance he had. Yeah, he loved it. Yeah. And but he's all, but he was also chasing around Pris. Yeah. You know, I'm actually glad that didn't go anywhere. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, like every encounter they had, she was always just like, "Hey, back off, dude." Fuck yeah. It. Speaking of not going anywhere, <laughs> that that love interest that they gave her, uh, 
that ambiguously foreign girl. Uh, I, oh, I don't know how that, she was in Japanese. That was way too quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they just, you know, they showed that story of them escaping that satellite. And then all of a sudden, her and Pris are friends. And mm. then they love each other. And they expect yeah. you to care. They expect you to care so much. I haven't. I don't know. I, that, that was weird. That was really <laughs> weird. It was really, really weird. But I mean, I love I, yes. before I forget it, though, before I forget, um, we're talking about the space thing. Yeah. Most episodes, I believed, were pretty cool at the beginning because uh, they told you what was going to happen on that episode at the beginning. So, like the yeah. first three minutes. Instead of having an opening, it's just like the big one like of a, today a, is a badass montage. Yeah, yeah, so like that space shuttle thing. I was like, "What the hell is going on? Yeah. Who the hell are these guys? Why are they dying?" It was a, that space shuttle chasing. I thought that was the best part of the show. Hmm. Like, uh, I mean, there were, there are other parts that I liked a lot, but as soon as that episode started, I was like, "Whoa, this is is this anime about to get fucking crazy?" Yeah, and then it didn't. And it didn't. It's weird because it start it. I feel like every episode starts off like pretty good to great, and then the middle is just like a bunch of nothing. Yeah. And then the fight at the end is usually okay to good. Yeah. Well, three directors. Three directors. <laughs> the, the whoever was directing the middle, middle. the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what happened. Now that you you explained it. Probably. I, I wouldn't there, be surprised. Yeah, like someone was doing the, the beginning and then that was done and then someone picked it up in the middle and they're trying to like do their own thing and then someone picked it up in the end and then they were just trying to salvage it. <laughs> Going back to to blah 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 to like having to care about characters, I feel like they tried to make you sympathetic to so many characters that they like barely introduced and didn't give you any time to actually get attached to them and then yeah. killed them yeah. off all, like, yeah. right after. That, so, that just kept happening a lot. Yeah. yeah. So every episode was like the flavor of the episode is a dark-haired girl. Yeah. Hey, you see this kid? This kid's pretty cool. This kid lives with his mom. Now the mom's dead. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty weird scene. Like what, That what was happened? so odd. <laughs> What happened? Like, did the kid go to an orphanage? Did Pris just, it, like, drop I, him off? She yeah, just left yeah, him off like... and walked away, dude. <laughs> ran away. Ran away. Yeah, like, oh, it God. looked like she just he dropped him off at an orphanage. Yeah. And there wasn't, like, a struggle or anything. It, there wasn't, like, a sad ending. She just, like, he's she like, here you go, away. kid. There you go. And she just walked away. Here's what just... happened to the kid, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> You remember how I used to care about you a lot and I had that sympathetic moment when I fed you? Well, you're not my problem anymore. <laughs> Later. Oh, God. Yeah. But the scene with the mom dying, that was pretty strange, too, because yeah. it looked like the kid wanted to go in there. Yeah, and, and I'm, what, I'm like, looking at the Japanese version, so I, it's not like there's a dub error there or something. <laughs> It looked like the kid wanted to go in there, but yeah, then it did. the mom is like, no, don't go. And then she goes then in she there. Goes I'm like, there. what the hell's going on? And yeah. it, I guess it makes sense why she went in there because she got money that she saved. But yeah. why did the kid want, like, to get his fucking video game, his shitty, his shitty ass video game that he was playing? Oh, God. VR, dude. He was playing VR, dude. VR with, he had hit the, 
the eye that had that green glass over it, he had it closed so he can try and aim better at the screen. <laughs> but then what's the point of having the green thing <laughs> on your eye? Uh, this this anime yeah oh, oh yeah and you, know, you were saying about the uh background characters oh the it horrible sounded like characters. yeah it sounded like they recorded them different from the main cast 100 percent, because like the mm-hmm. main cast the like all the girls had their own voice and they all had like character to how they were talking and shit like mm-hmm. uh, whether it suited the the character design is a different thing because most of them did except for in my opinion pris mm. but uh the background characters they i'm pretty sure they just got guys that were walking around at the studio and they're like hey you want to do something and they're like yeah sure yeah all right you're gonna get killed are you ready yeah hey what are you doing Blah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you remember that part oh. right yeah <laughs> that was horrible um, but and then they also had like the evil corporation guys and I didn't like their voices and it, it, you can hear the quality of the audio was just very low whenever they, they talked. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also that and also they're they were just like just tone deaf. <laughs> like they're, they're saying their lines in a very flat voice. Everybody else was like with emotions, but then there's just just flat. Yeah, and then others were were over, overacting, like there wasn't a, a consistent like. I don't know what a it has cons- a, cons- a consistent quality to their acting. Yeah, yeah. And in the Japanese one, for the most part, it was fine. I think I watched three episodes in ja- in just uh, Japanese with subs. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were also a few people that I was like, this guy doesn't sound right right here but you know it's also just background characters so yeah. i guess it makes sense i guess it's okay yeah and then random accents that they get along the way ah uh, like <laughs> the... like that ambiguously foreign character I don't, yeah like because i was gonna call her british but she didn't sound British, and then I was going to say maybe she's Scottish, but she didn't sound Scottish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I I think she is Scottish, I, or or Irish, because there there is that purple haired, haired girl who was Scottish or Irish, mm-hmm. but but you know that one made perf- you know you could hear it and it it sounded fine. But then uh, like Sil- Silva Sylvia whatever her name is that chick yeah. the type thirty three that they murdered, I didn't know what the fuck she was. So I, I so I was just calling her ambiguously foreign because yeah. she was obviously you know she's from a satellite so I guess it's a satellite and ease accent. <laughs> but but yeah, I just had issues with with the voice acting, um, in general, just the quality it dips and comes yeah. back up, and I and I could never tell if it was because of the quality of of I'm watching the video, or if. If that's yeah. the quality of, of the the people talking. Yeah, because, like, as far as uh, the English stuff goes, the the main cast sounded great. Like, their voices were amazing in a way <laughs> that I wish, you know, we had that kind of variety nowadays. Whether it matched the animation, that's a completely different story. It's a, It reminds mm-hmm. me a lot of uh, Battle Angel Alita. 
yeah where they got like actual actors and they actually acted but mm-hmm. the animation was just like sitting still and very like not stiff. very stiff and not really emotional at all Mm-hmm. But the actors were like conveying so much emotion that it didn't it didn't match what they were animating to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In Japanese, uh, it didn't have that problem though. It, it yeah, it sounded fine, and it looked fine for the most part. For a lot of these directors, it was actually their first like. Well, for for one, for sure, it was his first anime that he directed. Mm. His first rodeo. It was his first rodeo, and then for. Actually, for two of them, it was their first anime that they directed. Uh, for Masabi, Masami Obari, and for mm-hmm. Hiroaki Goda, it was their first anime. But this guy named Katsuhito Akiyama, he's d- like he did two before he did that one. One was a movie mm-hmm. called. Gale Force One Eternal Story and another one was Gale Force Two Destruction. <laughs> oh <laughs> and boy, then, and then, not so eternal after all. Not so eternal after all. And then after Bubblegum Crisis, he's done. He like he's done a lot of other things. The most notable, at least for me, is a uh, Giver. I don't know if you mm. guys have seen it or heard about it. I've heard about yeah. it. Yeah, he directed that and <laughs> a bunch of soccer anime. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, my brother loves those. Oh man, I think it's anime. It's at Inazuma Eleven Go. Yeah, Inazuma Eleven. Yeah, it's a soccer oh, yeah. anime. And I mean, yeah. after uh, after Bubblegum Crisis, um, one guy went on to do Ah My Goddess. Hmm. That's another one of uh, my brother's friend. He loved that anime too. Oh. You're, <laughs> you're, so you're I guess he uh, was a fan of the director or something. Maybe. I mean, the only other thing he did other than Oh My Goddess is, uh, uh, I guess just Oh My Goddess. <laughs> <laughs> so at least these directors went out to do more stuff then. Uh, yeah. I yeah. wonder if this was like a lesson learned for them. Uh, I don't know any of these that they, I, I know Super Robot Wars, Oh My Goddess and Guyver. And I guess Fatal Fury only because I know of the game. Hmm. Uh, I don't know any other of these anime that they have here. Right. But they're mostly like old from the from the nineties to the early two thousands. Early two thousands. So yeah. then from there they just drops off. Oh wait, no. This guy did Beyblade Burst. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. After directing these soccer animes, he went on and did Beyblade. <laughs> the same guy that did Guyver. Wow, he's amazing. <laughs> he's he's still holding on. Everybody else just just left up into obscurity, but he's just still holding on. Yeah. So let's go back to that '80s aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Boy, is it fucking '80s as fuck? It's so '80s, and I like, love it. It's, from it's so fucking great. The technology <laughs> from the hair to the technology. They had floppy disks still. Yeah, it was amazing. They had pay phones. That was such a weird mix of technology. I fucking love it, man. <laughs> uh, I think my my favorite like crazy thing that I saw, other than like some of the mech designs, was that car that that guy was driving. Oh yeah, that gigantic beast car that had yeah. all these like pieces of metal on it and all these wires going everywhere that yeah, somehow got a mind of its it. own. 
Yeah, yeah, it was so badass he got a mind of its own. <laughs> and somehow the glass shattered into his fucking eyes. Yeah. Jesus. Right. And that's what I like about the 80s is the mechanical aspect to it. I don't know if it's because they had to animate it and it just looks so good. Yeah, you just um, like you just like seeing stuff and yeah. like having an idea of how it works, I guess. Yeah. And and I like it because it looks so mechanical. Nowadays, some of the robots look more organic, which I also like, which I don't mind, but I kind of have a I don't know, more respect from the older uh, animations mm-hmm. that have to draw those mechanical parts. Because it's and a lot of fucking tedious shit. It's a lot of tedious shit. Uh, don't they have like their own teams that do mechanical stuff? Yeah, there like, there are some people. Yeah, there are some people that have their own mech design, mech designers, and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I can't say for uh, Bubblegum Crisis because I don't have the page open in front of me. No, well, I'll look for you. Yeah, and Did you guys like the suits. I, I, I like the suits. I didn't like the suits in the beginning. When they first showed up, I was kind of like, I was on the fence about it, and then I grew to love them. Yeah, well, they they kept getting upgraded more and more. Yeah, For, I was gonna say at the beginning, I actually thought they had just two designs of suit, and they're mm-hmm. like two of them were wearing one design, and the other two were wearing one design because I didn't see the differences. Uh-huh. Yeah, but then later on, I was like, oh no, everybody's is different. <laughs> <laughs> but I really liked the <clears throat> the rocker girl one. I keep forgetting her name. Press the, the red one. Yeah, yeah, I liked hers and and the and the cop girl. Oh, uh, I really like the cop one? girl. So maybe biased. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cop girl is best girl, but that's besides the point. Yeah. I mean, that, I don't know. I just thought she was pretty funny. She was really <laughs> useless in battles, yeah, but I loved it. I freaking loved it. <laughs> she was oh, so useless. Great. It was so fucking great. And <laughs> what I liked more about more than the suits was uh, their like motorcycle mech, mechs that they yeah. got into. That was my favorite, like my favorite designs of the show because they look Honest- fucking badass. Honestly, I didn't get what the mechs are supposed to do because at one point, <laughs> like in the beginning, in the first uh, OVA, it just transforms and it shoots, and then nothing, nothing comes off of it. Like then they, they get out to fight. Yeah, they they get out to fight, and then maybe a few episodes later, like you see, I forgot who it was. I think it was probably Pris. She's wearing the motorcycle suit, and I, and I and I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. And she gets out of it to fight. And I'm like, what the fuck? What's <laughs> <laughs> the point of the suit? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I feel like it's just there to look cool and to fly around. Yeah. I, talking about that uh, in the first episode, it was pretty funny when the when the bike was a uh, princess carrying her. I yeah. was like, why is it doing that? <laughs> it just, I mean, like, this motorcycle is just there to look cool, like Nuni said. And it ha- really serves no purpose. Like, I don't think it can even fight either. It just shoots, but you can't fight in that too i guess hey but it saved her like, <laughs> in that episode it came by remember it just showed up it's like hey what's up i'm here with a new suit yeah but like that's it it just went away it just like disappeared no wait it like maybe shot a few i think it has like bullets. ai on it which it just like follows you it. around and shoots <laughs> things yeah but that's it what do you guys think about the uh uh the boomer design like the the technically like the advanced one, the one that we see at the very beginning. Yeah. Um, 
Remind me of Terminator, but really very big. Shittier, but better? Yeah. I I kind of got creeped out every time they just would go from human to, to robot. Like, <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I, and, I, it's, and it's weird that they have, like, they it looked like it, they had human gums and teeth. Yeah, but everything else was, like, mechanical. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess it's to try and deceive people and make them think that they're like if they look under like inside of their mouth it looks like normal gums and teeth but still mm. when when i first saw it i was like <laughs> but then it opened its mouth and i saw like all the shit inside of it and that made me fucking love it and then when like he did that stupid thing with his eyes and the little yeah. like sticks came out and they started oh, doing yeah. the, like a bunch of antenna bullshit then that's yeah. when i was like you know what this isn't that bad i like it <laughs> That was that was random and weird. I like all the stupid like biomechanical things that they do. I, yeah, it's, it's all pretty cool. And it's weird because every advanced uh, boomer that they show, it's either very mechanical and then it goes into like this organic, like bioorganic boomer, and then revert back to mechanical. It looks like they upgrade and then they downgrade in each like boomer. And then there's that there's that one that just morphed into just the world the tower yeah the guy yes. that transformed into the tower yeah where when they went to save that little girl yeah and yeah yeah I, that, that was like, pretty weird too. that was fucking crazy <laughs> i think they the, just really like veins yeah, yeah. And, then, and then the the sex droids the 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 boomers that like are pleasure robots and can also suck your blood yeah because they have they have their own blood supply and I guess in order to make them more human? I, I guess. I mean... That seems like a drawback. Yeah, but then again, you do have sex toys that square up blood like you break a mm. hymen, so... I mean, I guess. That if that's the yeah. only reason... That yeah, that's kind blood. of an overkill for a robot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, they're, they're vampire robots and um, what other crazy ones? What I didn't like is that some of the boomers, when they're disguised as humans, like some humans, like their body types are like very thin and like angled yeah. and just very tall and thin. And then and all of a sudden they, they turn boomers slowly. and they're like these, yeah, this... they're like these huge gorilla robots. I'm like, where the hell did this come from? I like to think <laughs> that they can uh, morph their bodies and make, you know, they, th because they're like actually biomechanical as opposed to just yeah. straight mechanical, they, they can like, make themselves thinner and shit to try and hide or whatever yeah that's what i like to think if if you know that's not what what the case actually is then it's <laughs> stupid yeah why would they make sex robots that could trend that could fuse with weapons of I, mass destruction i don't know <laughs> i think it's because they were supposedly banned remember they but, were like Oh, those robots are banned. Yeah, they were banned, but I th they were banned because they could fuse with mechanical bullshit. Yeah, yeah supposedly I mean, they they served two purposes. Supposedly, one was sex for pleasure. Yeah, for pleasure, and then the other one was to merge pain. with other robots. And I'm like, I'm like, what? That doesn't make sense. Then again, uh, Ghost in the Shell: Innocence did the same thing, where they had sex robots, and then they know martial arts and can you know yeah, cut course. your head off. Yeah, so. Sex robots, no martial arts, of course. Yeah. So the best combination. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a staple in, in sex robot anime. <laughs>
what I want to talk about because I, I like going back to the the dubs and it's how how crazy it is and it kind of saves it uh, uh, turns it into a comedy anime. Um, some of the like onomatopoeias that they say or like the grunts and and like and the the gurs and all that. Mm. It sounds strangely arousing, like kind of sexual. Hey, like some mm. of the some some of it was moaning, some of it was panning, like unnecessarily moaning and panning, like when they're hitting a punch. And I was like, hmm, makes me uncomfortable. Now you like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was even more hilarious was when um, the perverted brother like would see one of the girls naked or take off her clothes, and he's just like. Mumbling and moaning under his breath. Wowie, zowie. No, not even. Uh, he was, yeah, he was just, just be like, like mm, mm, yeah. He's like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just like, I was like, this makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the the last thing I want to talk about with the dub is the uncomfortable moaning. Yummy. <laughs> Let's go back to that music. Mm-hmm. So that it's intro. Yeah, all every it, most intros were pretty good, and I liked the music that accompanied like all the action scenes and the montages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, also, there was a shitload of montages. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's an eighties thing. It's an eighties thing. Yeah, I mean, it it's an anime of its era. Yeah. Man, I was laughing so hard when the freaking um. What was it? When the aerobics came out, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. this is what I'm talking about, baby. It's like just like oh, an aerobics yeah. class with like the music going on. I was like, yeah, yeah. this is what I want to see. It's so 80s, God, with the aerobics, the the, the workout gear. Yeah. Um, and the, the fashion and, then, and their style. Yes. Yeah, the, the big hairs and... Considering that, in my opinion, the voice actresses weren't, they weren't bad. Uh, they were pretty all right. And some were even actually pretty good. For most of it, most of them, it looks like this was their only role. Mm. Like Pris, you know, I don't like her, but this was her only role. The aerobics instructor's voice was her only role, and uh, uh, sexy cop. She only did this and a voice for bat uh, an OVA for Battle Royale High School. Mm. Which you would think that. There would be like these people make careers. They would keep going, mm-hmm. but like what what we mentioned before with uh, what was what was that other one? Ergo proxy. Like yeah. some people just they maybe do one or two more projects and then they just fall off the face of the earth. Like you never hear about these. And there some some of them are great voice actors or actresses, but you don't hear from them ever again. I think the thing is that a lot of uh, voice actors just want to be actual actors. Because that mm. seems to be a trend. Whenever you go to like a a Q and A and stuff at a convention, or you look up a video, or whatever, you yeah. find out that all of these voice actors uh, actually wanted to be actors in movies or actors in plays, mm. but they decided to do you know this as a side thing. And some of them like enjoyed it, but others are still just doing it just as a way to like practice, I guess. And yeah. You know whether they're whether they're good or not. If they don't, if that's not what they want to do, they they're probably just gonna stop doing it. I think I was trying to make a point with uh, when then I went off track with the with the dubbers. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you think that, and I and I mentioned this before in another episode of the podcast, but you'd think that with so many dubs that went under the radar, or or you know, a lot of actors and and singers doing these dubs, mm-hmm. you'd think we would have gotten a hold of better quality dubbing a long time ago, uh, instead of it it going downward. Yeah, and and not only that, uh, I know that America, when the radio was a big thing, um, they did uh, radio dramas. Yeah, and you had to have like a good voice and yeah, and all that good, good acting, not necessarily with actions, but with your voice mm-hmm. to yeah. convey those types of emotion and stuff. Yeah, and I'm and I'm wondering now because just looking at this anime and and like maybe if we go down the line like look at older animes, where are those radio drama uh, people voice actors? Like, where were they when when like the dubbings were when going we on? needed them the most? Yeah, now it's, it's a dying art form. Ah, <laughs> uh, a little. Bit. I mean, dubs are doing it, and you know we still need voice actors for for cartoons and stuff, but. Uh, we don't need them, but I mean, it's nice to have, but yeah. I, I feel like they're holding themselves back from doing a decent job because they're trying to get it on the same day as mm-hmm. the subtitled one. And then mm. people complain if they take a long time to do the dub, even though they complain that it's shitty. Shit, I wouldn't complain. Quick. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't I, complain I if, if they took their time. I wouldn't mind. I'd go... Because a lot of the stuff that I don't watch a lot of current shit anyway, so it really, mm-hmm. like it doesn't affect me. But then you know, I'm not the the main anime audience that they're yeah. targeting, so I'm just a I'm of a different breed, I guess. Yeah, and sometimes I I wonder if there's a Spanish dub, and I go out of my way and look at the Spanish one. Yeah, but they take their time. They they take their time because you know. They They've don't, done it for quite a long time now. It's, I mean, who? It's not like people are looking for that in Mexico. Every, I mean, you know, Mexico is the weeb capital of the world, but they're not making like ulas, ulas, and ulas of money. Oh yeah, did you like when you were looking things up? Did you find like who was who was the singer? The oh, the dub? girl singer. Yeah. No, I didn't actually look Let's that up. Find that out. Okay. Oh, I'll look for it. All right. Yeah. Okay, so I found the name. It took me a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the English one was Joyce Leigh Bowden. Joyce Leigh Bowden is an actress known for Weekend at Bernie's, Betrayed, and Matlock. Huh. I haven't seen so... any of those. No. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah, I've like, heard of them. It, they're all from the 80s. Of course. 80, 89, 88, 86. But was she a singer in all of them? Um, because she she did be. some she did some soundtracks, but I don't see anything about Bubblegum Crisis. It's a lie. Yeah. Again, going back to like some people change their names. So, um, I know that's kind of random, but I wouldn't want to be a cop in that world, man. Not one bit. Sounds like the worst <laughs> job in the world. Oh God! Did they you all see just fucking die? Yeah, dude, and they even there was one episode where they detailed one dude getting destroyed by a machine gun. Yeah, I was like, God, 
They look pretty cool though. I like the whole mask thing and everything. You know, they had yeah. they had little robots and stuff. Dude, I it, I thought it was super cool that they had that per, their like little personal uh, helicopters. helicopters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. They that seems that also seems like the worst job in the world because yeah. they just oh, died. They just getting blown up. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and and. Something tells you that if you're on a helicopter or if you're on foot, basically if you're breathing around them, you're gonna, you're gonna die. die. You're gonna die. Or <laughs> death. Unless you're Leon and the gay cop. Yeah. Leon I, I, I thought it was pretty funny too that Leon had just the good old the revolver. Yeah. Yeah. A gigantic fucking revolver. And that then he even put like a grenade put a launcher. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And it is the future. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the, the future of revolvers, they shoot nades. <laughs> I was hoping that there was going to be like a, a kind of a deeper plot cuz uh honestly I, I, I wish there was too. Cuz uh you know, I never heard it praised or anything for for anything, but I have heard about it. Yeah. <clears throat> and usually if I, you hear about things it's for a reason for the most part. Yeah, it's because I've never heard of this, but when like from what you're saying, it sounds like they, it's like something that someone says as a matter of fact. Like they're like, oh yeah, bubblegum crisis, but that's it. Like they don't have like a, oh yeah, bubblegum crisis, it's great, or uh, bubblegum crisis. It just sounds like it's like, yeah, that's I, that's an anime. To I I think to older anime fans, they like it a lot more than probably we did because they, I don't know if it actually came out in America. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whenever they aired, but I know of a few people that have that saw it through DVDs and shit. Mm-hmm. But they saw it when they were, you know, young, and they're also like older. Yeah. So it, so it, maybe it's just a nostalgia thing. It might be a nostalgia thing. I mean, it's their, it was their first crush. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I literally just watched it hours ago, and I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it I was, was gonna say it was I like Brand's a lot of, first crush. I like a lot of the ideas of this, and uh, like a lot, of, I like a lot of the designs and everything. I like the aesthetic. I like everything mm-hmm. around it, but not the not the, the actual like uh, execution. Yeah, not the actual execution. Not as much. Yeah, um, like I, <laughs> I just don't really like villain of the day kind of shows. Yeah, I, I'll watch episodic stuff. You know, that's fine. Uh, but whenever it's just, hey, look, a bad guy. Now he's dead. Mm-hmm. Look, another bad guy. Now he's dead. This one's crazy. He controls satellites. Now yeah. Hey, actually, it, I really like the whole satellite thing because yeah. it's like, oh, look, there's murder machines. There's like 300 of them up there. Everybody yeah. has them, even third world countries. That's yeah. why we're all cool with it because everybody has them. Like the, the world that they build slowly but surely is something that's that i really enjoyed i really like like mm-hmm. because you you learn all this information of all this bullshit that yeah you know you don't need you don't need to know about the type 33s you don't mm-hmm. need to know about the satellites in the sky uh you don't need to know about the corporation and what they do and why they do it and how they yeah. do what they're doing and all that stuff but they go out of their way to build this um 80s future yeah so much potential, but they don't use it. Yeah, they, it has. It's an anime with a lot of potential, and it makes like it makes me really want to watch uh, twenty forty to see what happens. Yeah, 
And I also appreciate the writing. Someone had to do that writing. So, Brian, you being the the mech enthusiast and meme expert, uh, the the memeologist of the group, uh, I'm not really one that goes searching for, like, mecha. And uh, the only reason that I, <laughs> like, I haven't ever asked you, I just assumed that you like mech anime because you like Macross and other things that I've heard you describe. Yeah, I mean, I have seen a lot of, like, old school mech anime, so. Yeah. So how does this, what what did you think of this, like, the the designs and all that shit? I know we already talked about it a bit, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly love the designs. Like, I personally, like, there was, like, some designs that I didn't really enjoy that much, but most of them were pretty cool. <laughs> like, they're yeah. awesome, dude. I was like, this is what cool shits look like, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, freaking, this is what cyberpunk is, you know? It's yeah. like. And and the designs go along with it for the most part, mm-hmm, and so I part. really loved it. Yeah, I know I I, I did kind of get tired of the whole Terminator looking guys because it was a lot of them. And... Yeah, but I mean they they like do variations and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that right now. Like they do like modify them and stuff later on, and I, I did like that they actually introduced one that was just like full out military. It didn't have to disguise a human. It was just like freaking murder machine with machine yeah. guns and stuff. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Why why are these things on the streets? Poor cops. <laughs> <laughs> they they made an entire division just to just to die. Just to, just to die. Mm-hmm. God. Would you recommend this to somebody that likes like mech stuff? I mean if they if they like into I mean you gotta like old stuff though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like but I, I feel like a lot of people that watch uh mech anime uh mostly like old stuff because a lot of new stuff doesn't really have any robots and shit i mean there's a lot of like yeah it's just but i think like it's mostly big... the same now nowadays compared yeah to... yeah i think uh, we were talking about it earlier i think one of the biggest appeals to mecha people is that the whole how it works thing like you can see the whole like parts moving and everything yeah that's just something that you don't see nowadays that much so all old anime you're gonna see that so i think and it's the coolest shit yeah i think yeah. that is a big appeal so i would probably recommend it to somebody because yeah. um i'd be like yeah it's pretty cool don't expect you know like an overarching story but every episode has its own little cool story to tell i mean there were some episodes i don't like as much but most of them were pretty nice mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. would you recommend this to just somebody like somebody in general juan Mm. going back to what brian was saying maybe someone that's more into the the mech and also has some understanding of the old anime where they're not expecting something great or grandeur and well you know well are you saying old anime sucks (laughs) no i'm saying that these episodes (laughs) there was a it was literally a village that had to make these animations um and I mean, some animations aren't as great, and some are are, are beautiful. So, dude, they know. they made this all in with their fucking hands, Juan. With their, that's what I'm saying. That's They're so making crazy. it crazy. They did it all with their hands. Yeah, these hands. 
in these cells. So, so yeah, if they're if they can appreciate, and the the word of the day for this podcast is appreciation. <laughs> uh, if they can appreciate, so, do we go look for the Webster dictionary definition of appreciation. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but if they can appreciate um, old anime and what it took, and and like the mechs and the designs and all that, and how this anime was of its era then yeah yeah like if you have a feeling or expression of admiration approval (laughs) of gratitude towards this era then yes i recommend this anime to you (laughs) oh man i i wouldn't um i guess i'd i'd feel the same way if you because i appreciate this anime Mm -hmm. i may not like it that much but Boy, do I do I like it? Do I like what it does? Yeah, Brian. Yes. Uh, what would you rate this anime? How many appreciations out of five would you give it? I would give it at this moment when I just watched it. <laughs> uh, I would give it from three point five to four. I think it's more three point five because usually. After I gave it some thought in a couple of like two weeks or something, I'm yeah, like, you know what? Sinking. Yeah, you know what? It wasn't as great as as I felt at that moment. I lowered it a little bit because today I thought it was a four, and <laughs> to be sure, I'll say three point five. All right. So you so you appreciate it three point five out of five. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think I I'd give it three appreciations out of five. Uh, because like 2.5 is uh, what media what I usually give like stuff that's mediocre, but this is not mediocre. This is pretty, it's pretty good. Uh, I I just give it a a flat three. Uh, only because it's it's held back by a lot of things. Yeah. But I I very much appreciate it. <laughs> um, I'll give it a 3.3 appreciations. Whoa, Mr. Fucking. It's very specific, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, you only be- you don't want to give oh. it a three point oh three three. No. Three point oh 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 three. Um, three just repeats. Um, a type three point three. Why don't you just give it pi three point fourteen? Um, but yeah, I give it a three point three because, uh, kind of like what you said, Nuni. Um, I don't completely love it but it's a capsule of the 80s and you just gotta appreciate that cyberpunk is cool mm-hmm. hell yeah all right brian here's what you're gonna do all right you're, you're gonna close your eyes put your hands out and feel feel the energy in the room just breathe it all in take it all in and pick a number from 1 through 26 no, 1 through 20 25 all right let's see too much energy 15 15 all right juan it looks like we're watching madoka magica oh boy can't wait to hear mike you guys should get like five hours ready for it i'll tell mike about it right now so he can mm-hmm. wake up to good news. <laughs> uh, have you seen it? Please one? don't. I uh, haven't. Don't use deconstruction, please. Huh? 
Please don't use the word deconstruction that much. I mean, I, I'll, I'll use everything. Uh, I'll use whatever. I, I, I very much appreciate Madoka's <laughs> The keyword of the next podcast is deconstruction. <laughs> so this has been episode 23 of the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast. If you want to reach us in any way, you can send us an email to mbtpodcast at gmail.com. On Facebook, we are facebook.com forward slash mbtpodcast. And on the Twitter, Twitter, Wider Matters, we're at Magical Broadcast. Thank you, Brian, for joining us today. My uh, pleasure. If, if I ever need your expertise again, I, I know who to call. All right. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah, hello. Thank you.